Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Uh, part of the Race Chaser Radio lineup of shows. My name is Tom Baker from Race Chaser Radio. Um, broadcasting live from inside the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. And I have uh, my three amigos with me uh, for this show this week. To my right, as we are seated in the studio, is Peter Strada from the Sports Journal. To my left is Seth Eggert from kickingthetires.net. Did I get that yes. right? Okay, the last <laughs> time I messed it up, I was determined not to. I said .com before. And, of course, our producer is uh, James Red Mellick. Um, and uh, happy to have you all aboard. Jacob Seelman will be checking in with us, but um, Jacob is on assignment this week. He is actually in Florida Covering the Snowball Derby, which for those of you who don't know what that is, it is, it is the absolute king of super late model races in the U.S. of A. And um, it takes place this weekend in several NASCAR stars involved. Uh, Kyle Busch is involved. Uh, Chase Elliott's involved. Noah Gregson is now involved. I've never heard of any of those guys. Never heard of any of them. Never either. heard of any of those yeah. guys. Um, so, um, and we've got all the best in that form of racing involved as well. So uh, we're going to... Hear from Jacob in just a little while, who's going to get us up to date on what's going on uh, down in uh, at Five Flags Speedway in Florida with all of that. And we have got a ton of stuff to talk about. My gosh, this this week after Thanksgiving. And by the way, we hope you all ha- had a safe and healthy and happy Thanksgiving. Um, this uh, this week after Thanksgiving has been a veritable feast of its own with uh, stuff from Formula One and all kinds of uh, good stuff. So um, it's, uh, gosh, IndyCar, NASCAR, um, man, we got a little bit of everything or a lot of everything to talk about on this show as well. So um, plenty to to get us through this evening, and we hope that you're going to enjoy it. Of course, this show brought to you by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life, and we will come back to get it started right after this. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness uh, kicking off officially for the week on Race Chaser Radio, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. We will tell you more about them a little bit later. Uh, Tom Baker, along with Seth Eggert and, of course, Peter Strada and uh, Red, James Mellick, in the studio as well. Jacob Seelman will be checking in on the hotline here shortly from uh, the destruction, I mean the Snowball Derby, um, which happens every year at this time down in Florida. And I jokingly call it the Destruction Derby because you do tear up a lot of race cars in that race generally. Um, But uh, it is one of the most intriguing races of the year and certainly uh, the biggest super late model race of the year as well. And Jacob will will tell us all about what's going on down there when he calls. Meanwhile... um, Man, I don't even know where to begin tonight because some weeks you just don't have a lot of news. So you kind of just pick topics that are fun to discuss and and just roll or you have guests in the studio and that kind of becomes the show. This week we've got so much news, I'm not sure we can get through it all uh, in the time that we have on this show tonight, especially with Jacob calling, but we'll do our best. And I want to start NASCAR because um, it was announced not too long ago that A.J. Allmendinger was going to return to college racing to run a part-time schedule. Uh, It it also, of course, has been announced that Jeb Burton is going to be full-time for the team in the 10 car replacing Ross Chastain. And Justin Haley is going to be full-time in the 11 car, continuing his own uh, journey there, be his third season with the team running in the number 11. Well... Just when you thought you knew it was going on at College Racing, Thanksgiving happens, and all of a sudden, 
for Thanksgiving, A.J. Allmendinger gets a full season in the 16 car. So we have three full-time drivers. Seth Eggert for Colleague Racing. That sounds like the potential for a 1-2-3 points finish to me. Definitely. It's, it should be a 1-2-3 finish on the super speedways for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, they, they are the DEI of this era. They really are. Uh, but that being said, uh, one of the fun things about it is they all like to have fun. They all like to play around. In the press release, A.J. Allmendinger jokingly said, I can't wait to run a full season with my son, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess that makes either Jeb or Wardburton the crazy uncle. <laughs> <laughs> well. But but in all seriousness, though, uh, a little bit of this we kind of saw coming because Matt Collig earlier in the year had said next year we'll have three full-time cars. Well, naturally, one is Justin. One ended up being Jeb. Yeah. So the third one was either going to be AJ and a number of drivers or just AJ. So what this also means is they'll probably have a fourth part-time car because Ross Chastain has already said he's going to run part-time for the team next year. Hmm. Did he say that before or after it was announced that AJ was going to before. run all the races? In the... That's interesting. Just well, imagine him with four cars on a super speedway race. They'll really be unbeatable then. Well, they, they really ought to just go for a fifth one so they can take the whole top five. I mean, that's <laughs> really, you know, just get five of them out there and let's, well, let's go. Well, they do work with uh, uh, Richard Childress Racing and uh, Ryan Sieg's well, team. Well, that's true. So, so, so through the alliance system, maybe, yeah, maybe, they, could. <laughs> maybe they could get the whole top ten at <laughs> yeah. this rate. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, and, and you know what? You brought up the whole kind of running joke about, you know, Justin being AJ's son. And, mm-hmm. and we had Justin on an Inside Pass show earlier in the year, Peter, and, and uh, we kind of made that joke uh, about, you know, uh, AJ and, and, and Justin said, well, actually he goes, it's AJ when we go into a store or something that we have to, you know, tell to grow up because he, he acts like a bigger kid than either of us. Um, and so, um, you know, the, the, you, you cannot mistake the chemistry that, that takes place on that team. And those, those guys genuinely enjoy each other and have fun with each other. And, you know, we, we saw some situations last year where, you know, obviously Ross had some issues with some teammates, um, you know, and crashed a couple of them or whatever. But even if, even with that, it was almost like, you know, they were able to just leave it on the racetrack. And I think Chris Rice gets a lot of credit for that. But also the drivers themselves, they're just a bunch of fun-loving guys. And Jeb, I think, is going to fit right in. Yeah, Jeb definitely will fit right in. This whole team just feels like one big happy family. Yeah. I mean, Think back to Haley's win back in the summer at Talladega when him, AJ, and Ross were all celebrating together oh, yeah. at the start-finish line. Just They really feel like father, son, or brothers, or uncles, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's a band of brothers. That's really how I look at it. And um, it's, it's a fun team to watch and to cover as media because of it. So um, good to see AJ back full-time. Uh, do we know how this affects his TV deal, though? Because I, it doesn't seem like you can do both. He says he's going to do both. Okay. He, he says he's going to do both. Uh, at at the same time, you also have uh, not to jump subjects, but you also have Brett Moffat running full time. Well, that's where I was going in, next so in these in the Need More Sports the truck, yeah. yeah, and in the Hour More Sports O two, which the schedules for the most part are nice, neat, and together for all but I think three weeks. One is the Knoxville Truck Race, I think one is the Mid Ohio Xfinity Race, and I think the other is the Road America Xfinity Race. We we need to get um, 
Moffat a full-time cup ride. Um, and then we need a full-time IndyCar ride and a full-time late model ride. And a full- Let's just let them drive everything. You know, it's, it's, um, it, it's like Moffitt's going to be everywhere next year. He's running for points, by the way, in the truck. So he's going to try and get Nice Motorsports a championship is what the goal is there. Um, he's got uh, Carson Hosevar and um, Ryan Truex. That's right. Ryan Truex is his two teammates next year. Um, interesting that Trevor Bain just sort of went, bye. Um, we don't really know what happened there, but uh, I thought Trevor wanted to run full time if he could again. But um, circumstances obviously not letting that happen, at least not with Nice. So um, interesting stuff that uh, Moffat comes back and obviously good for Nice Motorsports. And um, we'll see kind of how that works out. I think it's really hard to run two different series full time and be 100 percent of yourself in both. But. We'll see how that works out for Brett. That's uh, but that was a that was actually a big piece of news that just came out here within the last uh, day or two, and and I I was honestly pretty surprised to see that he was coming back to the truck series again. I I wasn't surprised because I've been hearing that he would be back in the truck series. However, it's more of a surprise that he's with Nice. Granted, obviously yeah. he he kind of burned the bridges with GMS. Well, yeah, <laughs> he blew up the bridge with GMS. But that being said, uh, it was more of a surprise to me that he chose Truck Series points, not Xfinity Series points. Granted, our Motorsports is an underfunded team. Nice is a fully funded team. But Nice was kind of out to lunch last year. So while our Motorsports was pretty competitive last year. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I feel like Nice was I don't know that it was necessarily that they kind of forgot how to be fast i think they were fast i just don't think they were quite as fast as they have been in the past um and i i also think it's hard with a rotation of drivers to be um consistently fast because every driver is different so i think this year having three for this coming year having three full-time racers um you know carson obviously is is new to full-time uh xfinity so or uh, truck racing so he'll He'll have to learn a little bit, but, um, you know, I, I definitely think that uh, Truex and, uh, of course, Moffitt can be running for wins almost right out of the box if the trucks are there. So hopefully the team will return to its uh, force that it had when Ross was running for him a couple of seasons ago. Um, okay, I think, uh, do we have, did I see phone? Okay, let's, uh, we got one minute left. All right, so we're going to hold Jacob Seelman until the next segment then, and we'll bring him in for that. Um, but that's uh, just a, a look at a couple of the news items that uh, have come out over this past week. It is, it has been a very full week. Uh, and of course, we got a few of the NASCAR guys down in Florida right now um, to run the Snowball Derby Super Late Model event, which uh, Jacob Seelman will talk to us about uh, here in just a minute. And uh, we've got uh, boy, a ton of Formula One news. We got musical chairs out the wazoo in the F1 series for this week. So we're going to do our best to uh, help you get it all straight as they uh, head into competition over the weekend. And a little bit uh, from IndyCar as well going on, but uh, mostly on the open wheel side. It's been all about Formula One this week, uh, both for good and bad reasons. And we'll talk about uh, both as we get in a little later into the show. We will be back with Jacob Seelman to talk Snowball Derby right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. 
bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. We're back. Motorsports Madness continues. Rick Ware Racing signed a full-time sponsor for its 51 Cup car for uh, 21. We'll uh, get to that a little later in the show. But right now, we're going to talk about uh, Snowball Derby uh, Jacob Seelman is with us on the hotline. Normally, Jacob sits in the Seelman seat here in the studio, but Seth Eggert is uh, keeping that seat warm tonight uh, for him. And um, Jacob, uh, what is going on down there in Pensacola, Florida? Uh, what what what's happened today? Where are we at? Give us all the good news and uh, scoop from the Snowball Derby. 
Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I got distracted. My chair, my, have, we've officially named the chair after me. Is that what I heard? It's been the Sealman seat for months. We've, we've, we've been calling, calling it that. Uh, this, we, this, we, is the, this is the first I'm hearing of this. Yes. I feel honored. Yes, you should. <laughs> you, you have an official chair named after you in the studio. So, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. So Seth is uh, occupying your space uh, while you're gone. And, uh, I, I, Fair I, enough. I, tr- I trust Tim. Peter's the one you got to watch out for. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's sitting next to me. Told so, you. You know, I, I, I wanted to keep Peter close enough where I could keep an eye on him. He's in Randy's seat. So, yeah, he's in the Randy. He's in the Miller seat tonight. Uh, so, uh, anyway, uh, what's happening down in Florida there, bud? Uh, so, we had six rounds of practice uh, today split between super late models and pro late models. It uh, was after we got after we got through the first round of super practice and wadded up a couple of cars, it was actually really uneventful after that point. Uh, we did have two two incidents in the first round of uh, snowball derby practice. We had a uh, car uh, Bob Mays hit the wall uh, on the front straightaway, coaxed around to turn two, uh, caught fire briefly. Uh, safety crews helped Bob out of the car. He was okay. Uh, and then we had Michael House, um, who's a traditional contender. Um, at the Derby, end up hitting the wall uh, at, right at the end of first practice that ultimately um, both of those drivers are done for the weekend. They do not have backup mm. cars. But uh, on a day when you expected all the fanfare to be about the two cup champions in attendance, neither one of them were particularly flashy. Instead, it was the West Coast. Derek Thorne, Campbell Motorsports in the 43 car that led two of the three sessions, and then uh, one of Donnie Wilson's cars with Caden Honeycutt behind the wheel out of Texas uh, led the way during the second of three super late model practice sessions today. But Thorne, the fastest man overall in town, he's confident that team has speed. They nearly won the All-American 400 a month ago at uh, Fairground Speedway Nashville, which I was also at. And uh, he's not calling it a redemption trip, but you can see it in Derek's eyes. And, and when you talk to the crew, they are very, very motivated to get the job done and try and, and put to bed the, uh, the penchant that they've kind of picked up of not being able to close the deal in these big marquee super late model events. They want to, they want to bring one home. And uh, Derek Thorne being a West Coast driver to finally put their name on the Tom Dawson trophy would be a very, very big deal as well. He was the pole sitter in this race a year ago, um, qualifying tomorrow night. Uh, 53 drivers, providing we don't have any issues during practice tomorrow morning. Um, 53 drivers will take time tomorrow night. There's a thousand. Had to stop and think about the math there for a minute. A thousand dollars on the line for the pole. Um, with bonuses, there's a $5,000 challenge if you can win from the poll on Sunday, and there's another $25,000 if, as the poll sitter, you elect to go to the back and then race your way all the way through the field and win the race. So if a driver wins the poll, goes to the back, comes through, wins the race, they would end up taking home $56,000 from Five Flags Speedway this weekend. And that is that number right there, fifty six grand, is what all the drivers that I talked to today have been talking about. There was nobody working on race trim today. It was all about qualifying trim because everybody knows there's a lot of money up for grabs the next uh, 24 to 48 hours. So with you saying that statement there, it sounds like whoever sets on the pole, uh, they're going to go to the rear and try to win it from the back. Ah, uh, you know... There's a lot of guys that I talked to that said they would try it. 
There's a few guys that I've talked to that have not won the Tom Dawson that believe getting the trophy and not necessarily the money is what's more important. But somebody like Ty Majeski, who proved at Oktoberfest at uh, Lacrosse Fairgrounds a couple weeks ago that he could go to the back and win from the back in the Arca Midwest Tour field, somebody like that, I could see taking the challenge and giving it a shot. Although after what happened to Ty last year and getting eliminated late on a restart in that uh, big crash on the front straightaway, I think Ty wants to uh, wants to finally put the derby to bed as much as anybody. He say, He told me... Yeah, we would probably take the challenge, but I, I have a feeling it might not be quite that easy of a decision once he goes through tech if he were to uh, officially sit on the pole tomorrow night. Well, don't fall asleep on Caden Honeycutt. Caden has had a third and a second uh, driving for Donnie Wilson already this year down there, and Caden feels like he's got the best shot that he's ever had to win the race, mm-hmm. and that's a Absolutely. young driver out of Texas who's a two-surface tango driver. He can win just as easily on the dirt in the late model or modified as he can on pavement. And um, he is really determined to uh, to pull it off this year. It should be interesting. So then how did the Cup Stars do? Well, I, I want to quick make a point on Caden Honeycutt, if I can, and uh, then I'll, I'll fill in on Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch. But uh, you mentioned he's motivated. He's motivated for multiple reasons, and not just because he knows this is his best shot to win the Derby. Uh, he's worked, to, as Tom, as you know, with the Friends of Jacqueline Foundation for yes, uh, a couple race, of years now. And, yep, indeed. And, uh, unfortunately, the, uh, the young child that he – adopted through FOJ, passed away uh, just about six weeks ago now, Jackson Bates. And uh, Caden's actually carrying Jackson's name uh, above the passenger window on the number two this weekend. And he he told me earlier today, he said, we win this race, it's not just for us, it's for the whole Bates family. And he really, really wants to put together a strong showing um, for for Jackson and and for that whole family. Uh, He said they are going to be paying attention this weekend, and that's something that he uh, he takes a lot of pride in. Uh, with that said, you asked about the Cup champions. Chase Elliott was kind of run-of-the-mill, I guess you'd say. It wasn't bad. It wasn't necessarily good. It was kind of a typical Chase Elliott day at Five Flags. You know, when he was here 2011 through 2015, the years that he was so good at the Derby, he was never good in practice. He yeah. just kind of did his thing, got the car where he felt it needed to be, and come race time, that was when he put all the cards on the table. And I genuinely believe that that's kind of how this is shaping up uh, for Chase this weekend. He's been extremely consistent, extremely, I don't want to say quiet, but just, you know, going about his business. Sure. And to me, what stuck out was when he was talking to uh, to myself and Matt Weaver, um, you know, going into the weekend and talking about how, this race is something that he feels needs to be back on on a a, a bigger pedestal, so to speak. It needs a, a revitalization. It needs to be a prestigious thing again. And he feels that one of the ways to make that happen is for guys like him, for guys like Kyle, for the Noah Gregsons, the Grand Enfingers, the guys who have made it to the National Series, to come back, to keep bringing that spotlight back to this race, to make it what it should be again in Chase's words. And to me, that's what sticks out about his participation this weekend, even more than the fact that I think he's going to be a legitimate threat to win the race for a third time. Kyle Busch, on the other hand, who's also going for a third win at the Derby, 
it was a very rough opening day. He was not inside the top 10 in any of the three practice sessions that he ran. They battled electrical gremlins throughout the second practice. He was 41st in the final Thursday practice today. And that is, it was a very un-Kyle Busch-like afternoon. I mean, we're used to seeing him step into super late model competition and be right near the top of the charts and but he struggled, but what stuck out to me was it wasn't just Kyle. Uh, the team KBM car that Sammy Smith was driving was also very much fighting a lot of issues and wasn't where it needed to be today. And you have to wonder, could that be attributed to the loss of you know, some of the personnel that they've had working out of the KBM shop that are now elsewhere, guys like uh, – Guys like Rudy Fugel and uh, Mike Hillman Jr., that, who have been there the last couple of years, who have now moved on to, to other opportunities. You, you wonder if that's not even having an effect, a trickle-down effect onto the super late model program because they just don't look like the KBM that we're used to seeing right now. So Kyle used to have Bond Suss over there with him, um, and that was the big component that helped him win. And I know Bond went out and now is running some cars. How did his cars look out there on track? Bon actually is crewing for uh, Caden Honeycutt. Is that who he's with? I was okay. say, had, I, say, had, I knew had, he had, had. I knew that's who he was working yeah. with. That was Kyle's Chiefing guy. Had, yeah. Had you not mentioned it, Tom, I was going to. Uh, yes, Bond is working with Wilson Motorsports with Caden and with Chandler Smith this weekend. Chandler was kind of. Chandler was not necessarily flashy today, but he was kind of floating around the you know top. 7 to 10 most of the afternoon, and I talked to him at the end of the day, and he seemed pretty pleased with, with where they were at. Of course, they've got another couple rounds of practice tomorrow before before qualifying, and, and you know Chandler seems content right now. He wants to uh, kind of erase the sting of that runner-up finish that they had at the All-American 400 a couple weeks ago at, at Nashville where he thought he was going to win the race again, and uh, Casey Roderick ultimately beat him out for that one. But, uh, no, both the Bonds cars over there at Wilson Motorsports, Chandler and Caden look very, very sporty. Uh, Bonds, uh, and, and James, as you kind of alluded to, Bond is one of those guys that really knows how to set up a car right. And when you uh, when you hop into a car that he's prepared, you expect it's going to go to the front. And I, I think we've seen that so far today, at least. Yeah, for sure. Um, and looking forward to catching up with you here when we get around the turn, Jacob, about uh, who else is fast down there and maybe uh, who you think some surprises might be to keep your eye on as things uh, start to heat up down there tomorrow with practice and qualifying. Um, so we'll bring Jacob back around the turn and talk a little bit more about the Snowball Derby. Again, the biggest uh, super late model race, but also there's a race called the Snowflake that's run down there, biggest pro late model race of the year as well. We'll be back with more of all of that as the show continues after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. 
If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness Rolls on presented by the fine folks at mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. If you are looking for a new career, My Computer Career may be your answer. We'll tell you about them in a little while. Uh, we go back to Jacob Seelman, who is live on our hotline, uh, broadcast or coming to us from the Snowball Derby down in Florida. Now, Jacob, we had asked you about the cup drivers uh, attempting to make the show. We also have Grant Enfinger and Noah Gregson. How have they been doing this weekend? So Noah had a lot of work to do. Uh, this was an entry that came together very, very late sure did. Uh, in, the, in the going, uh, about eight days before race day. As Gregson explained it to me when I chatted with him a little bit on Wednesday, it is a uh, Waters Motorsport. Uh, and James Stinch kind of collaboration entry uh, with a uh, throwback paint scheme on board that uh, number 51 for the week. But uh, they had some work to do. Gregson was uh, kind of stuck between 20th and 30th on the practice charts for a lot of the day. Um, End Fingers kind of an interesting situation. That's This is going to be the first start for the new Go Fast Racing 
uh, super late model program. Archie St. Hilaire, it is the same go-fast racing that uh, fielded the 32 in the NASCAR Cup Series full-time the last few years. Uh, they are carrying the familiar 32 this weekend. And as far as Enfinger's concerned, he's pretty comfortable. And he was top 10 in his last six Snowball Derby starts uh, going from, twenty, I think, 2011 to 2016 was his most recent one. He's been second twice at the Derby, and Grant is, is ready to close the deal. He seemed very comfortable all day today, and I look for him to be a factor when it, uh, when it gets down to qualifying tomorrow night. Uh, but those two have been good. You talk about other drivers with NASCAR experience. Uh, you had uh, Derek Krause, who's been in the last five Derby fields looking for his sixth consecutive Derby start. Um, he's driving his own number nine with uh, some of the same sponsors that supported him uh, on the 19 truck this season. Ty Majeski, of course, ran most of the season for Nice Motorsports. I mentioned him earlier. He's looking for redemption after, you know, coming so close to winning this thing last year. Um, you've got Carson Hosevar, who ran part-time in the truck series this season, one of the young guns looking to make a splash. He's won a bunch of the Crown Jewel Super Late Models uh, races this year, looking to add one more to the list uh, this weekend. And, you know, you talk about uh, NASCAR-related team ownership. You've even got a late model from Ben Kennedy racing down here with uh, with Daniel Dye. Daniel Dye, uh, yep. <laughs> said to me earlier today he said i am learning on the fly and learning a lot and i thought i learned something and i tried to apply it and i did too much of it and i felt like we took two steps backwards so he he's he's uh figuring out a lot he's been here in the pro late model before but the super late model a completely different animal uh for that team that they're working to uh to figure out over the course of the week Daniel is, uh, he's a sharp kid, 16 years old. He's out of Florida. Um, he was on Lead Lap a few weeks ago with me and uh, just a, 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 a really um, entertaining young man to talk to and uh, racing with uh, a good mission in mind, um, you know, a good cause that he's uh, working with in terms of, um, you know, race to, to uh, call awareness to suicide prevention um, and, uh, you know, really passionate about that and so uh happy to see daniel there and hope he has a good run down there he's uh he's a good dude i hope so too and uh, it's it's funny you uh you mentioned that if you go to uh, nascar.com slash roots or to speedsport.com actually uh, did a feature on daniel uh, and the work that uh, he and ben kennedy racing are doing with the uh the drive to stop suicide um that is actually on the hood of his number yeah. 43 this weekend. Um, you're right. He's extremely passionate about that mission, him and, and his dad both. And just, you know, really neat to see somebody like Daniel, especially at the young age. He turns 17 tomorrow, um, oh. Friday. And, uh, you know, just cool to see somebody at that young of an age, you know, take interest in a cause that is so much bigger than just racing race cars. I mean, he, sure. he's, there's not a lot of kids like him, and I have a lot of appreciation for for what he's doing and what that team's doing. Uh, so, you know, you want to talk about a feel-good story. Uh, his team and and, th- and that mission probably one of the best. If you want to look for a for a feel-good story to pull for this week during the Derby, I caught something there interesting that he said during that whole thing that just kind of crossed my mind. I wanted yeah. to bring up to him. So he said that Grant Effinger was driving for Go Fast Racing, and he's driving in the late yep. model race for them. 
and Grant drives in the trucks now, and Archie's going to run a limited schedule in the Cup Series. What do you think the chances are that they move Grant up to run the Cup races? Because Grant has drove a couple Cup races before um, to run in that Cup car for them since they already have a connection in the Super Late model. It's interesting that you mentioned that. I asked I asked Grant if there was a possibility of him, you know, because Archie uh, said to me that he wants to run once a month next year with the uh, – with the super late model program kind of around their cup series schedule and wants to hit some of the marquee races. And Grant said, you know, we haven't talked about anything. And he made the comment to me, he said, my deal with Thorsport is, is not even a guarantee for next year oh, wow. at this juncture? So, um, you know, a lot, a lot of things to, a lot of things to still be answered there. I don't think it's out of the question. Now I'd like to answer your question, but at the same time, I don't necessarily get the sense that that's what Grant is looking at at least at this point. Um, we'll just have to wait and see on that front. He you know, he did stress that he is try, you know, he is very focused on making his legacy, growing his legacy in the truck series and, you know, really trying to close out a championship. He wants a title in that division very, very badly for himself and for Thor Sport Racing. So um, you know, I think that's top of priority list, but you know, who's to say that if a cup series opportunity for a handful of races didn't material you know materialize that he wouldn't take it yeah it's interesting to think about that was a great question uh james and i mean you look at uh you look at what's going on with these cars that are left and certainly that's one of them that a driver has not been named for the gaunt brothers racing car for whatever of the season they would run is still uh, open right now. In theory, we still have a second Spire car that's open, um, and we still have the front row motorsports car that uh, the 38 car that John Hunter Nemechek vacated to go back to the truck series and run for Kyle Busch um, for in 2021. Um, what news or what thoughts do you have on any of those situations? Oh, boy. I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, normally, especially with the attention that some of the NASCAR guys coming down here brings, it, it, it's funny because normally you hear talk about about some of those things even at the Derby, but it's been kind of dead quiet on that front, even with all the industry people yeah. that are down here. Um, I did listen to a conversation that uh, um, one of the uh, – Jeff Dickerson <laughs> – had to think of his name for a minute, um, that Jeff Dickerson from Spire Motorsports had on Sirius XM, uh, actually, uh, while I was on my way down here the other day. Um, and uh, he said that uh, it's possible it could be one driver in the 77. It's possible it could be several drivers. I've heard at best Gaunt Brothers is going to be a part-time schedule next year. Uh, I, I would not expect them to be back full-time mm. in, in 2021. And I would say... You know, at this juncture, the maybe the best candidate is the driver who ran part-time for them in the past in Parker Kligerman. I've heard that uh, bandied about as a possibility. Um, you know, beyond that, I beyond that, I really don't know. I still think um, right now that somebody like a Kaz Grala is is probably the favorite for the 32 car, unless, as Melick mentioned, something were to be struck, maybe for for a grand end finger or, you know, somebody like that to, to step into that seat. But I think, uh, you know, I don't get the sense that Archie is uh, really thinking about that at this point. I, I, you know, just from talking to him the brief 
time that I did on pit road earlier today. He focused on this weekend, the Derby and having a lot of fun doing this super late model thing. This is something that Archie uh, and the family have wanted to do for, for a while now and hadn't really had the opportunity to just because of the, of, you know, the cup program and being full time and all that. So, you know, they're really excited to be here and they think that uh, with Grant, they can, they can make something cool happen with that car. It'll be interesting for sure. It's good to see uh, them putting together a late model effort like that. And uh, maybe at some point uh, that could be an opportunity for, you know, some young driver to uh, get some experience and, um, you know, and, and have some opportunity. So uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what uh, comes about there. I, um, I would really wonder at this point uh, who goes to front row and fills that 38 seat. I just think, uh, I think that is a very intriguing situation, and I think that if I'm Kaz Grala, I'm looking there before I'm looking at uh, the 32 car, so it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens, but I still think that could be a possibility for him as well. Um, So what else do we need to know uh, about the Snowball Derby, uh, Jacob? Well, for those who don't know, uh, when we get to Sunday, it is 300 laps, caution laps do count and uh, there's the possibility of overtime. It has to finish, uh, you know, it, it has to finish, I think, with um, five consecutive, I think it's five consecutive green flag laps, if I remember right. Um, I'll double, I can double check on the format for that. But, uh, um, you know, it, it's that's what ultimately bit Ty Majeski at the end of the race last year with some of the late restarts and overtime that uh, just, you know, cause stack-ups and chaos and confusion at the front of the field. If we get a late caution, it could get messy. If it goes green for a while at the end, I think you see a relatively relatively clean race. And uh, you, you guys mentioned it earlier, in addition to the Snowball Derby on Sunday, you've got the Saturday night special uh, for the pro late models, the crate engine cars, the Snowflake 122nd, yes. Alan Turner uh, Hyundai Snowflake 100. Uh, you've got several drivers doing double duty, Bubba Pollard, uh, Stephen Nassie, you know, those, both of them traditionally have done double duty during um, during Derby week, running both the pro race and the super race. Um, you've got a handful of drivers in the flake that aren't running the Derby this year. One in particular that stands out a past Derby winner in uh, Joanna Long Robbins, uh, who was Joanna Long and then married Hunter Robbins right. um, several years ago now. She's back at the you know, Snowflake 100, uh, making her first start in a couple years. Uh, haven't really had a chance to talk to her too much yet this week, but, uh, you know, planning on doing that tomorrow and just kind of feeling out, uh, you know, what they're looking at for the rest of the week. Obviously good to see her uh, back. She's definitely sure. a fan favorite, uh, particularly in in these parts. But uh, I, I think the name, and, and Seth can back me up on this, that everybody's watching in the flake is Ryan Luza, who yes. you know, has spent a lot of time in the E-NASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series the last couple of years due to a lack of sponsorship for his pro late model program. He's running for Jet Motorsports this week, the same team that has fielded Stephen Nassie and won a lot of races with Stephen Nassie over the last couple of years. Luza won the uh, 2015 pro late model track title here at Five Flags. He was fastest in happy hour for the pro late today he was second quick overall and he has not lost a beat despite the fact that he's been out of the car for the better part of five years he jumped back in a few weeks ago and went to victory lane he's come here to five flags he's proven he can still get the job done iRacing jumped on the hood for the primary sponsorship this weekend that team with loses familiar 53 on board they are going to be a 
serious threat. And he told me, all we got to do is qualify good, and I can keep it up there. And I really like his odds to do to do to do something special this weekend. You know, it, it was already good enough when he won his first race back in five years. If he can go out and win the flake, I envision some pretty special things in his future because I believe he is one that absolutely deserves another shot. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. And uh, I had the chance to talk with him last week, and he's really excited about uh, the prospects there. So, uh, Jacob, thanks for being on. We appreciate that. And look, I know you got to get back to some on-track activity that you're keeping track of. Back with more of the show right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness uh, here on Race Chaser Radio, presented by the good folks at mycomputercareer.edu. Hey, if you are looking for, it doesn't matter why, whatever your circumstances are, maybe it's a first career, maybe it's a change of career, if you're looking for a new career, a new profession, something to kind of elevate your work situation and your life, my computer career might just be your answer. MyComputerCareer.edu is training for a better life. It is IT. Now, don't freak out. You don't have to be a computer nerd. You surely don't need to be a math and science nerd. This is not rocket science. You can train in as little as one to two days a week online. And then when you're ready to go out into the workforce, which can be as soon as four to six months from the time you start your training, my computer career will work with hundreds of employers to get you placed into a new and glorious career in IT, which has over a quarter of a million jobs unfilled in this country right now. Um, and look, they have financial aid if you qualify, uh, including the GI Bill. And of course, again, the, uh, the assistance with getting a job once you have the training. And this really is um, a very sort of mentorship type training. They walk all the way through the process with you. They really want you to improve your life. And mycomputercareer.edu is available to you for a free career evaluation. Just go there, take the career evaluation, and see if maybe IT might be suitable for you. If you decide to pursue it, again, one to two days a week training online. Um, and then uh, in as little as four to six months, you could be on your way to a better career. So mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Want to say thank you to all the folks at uh, MyCC for being such a big part of what we do here uh, on Race Chaser Radio. By the way, next week on this show... We are going to have Big Bill Venturini, the owner of Venturini Motorsports, is going to join us, along with his wife, Kathy. Um, and I can't wait for the show. Going to be a great uh, way to sort of have some fun, look back at uh, some great old days in the sport, especially in ARCA. More of the madness coming up right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. 
a loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in your car instructional sessions from a professional instructor have fun go fast and really learn how to drive call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details that's 304-725-8444 friday at the track at summit point motorsports park the performance motorsports network is a compilation of shows about motorsports From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues here on Race Chaser Radio, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Also, by Victory Custom Trailers, you can design your own trailer right on their website. Trailers for all uses, not just motorsports. VictoryCustomTrailers.com is the website. Go check them out. Uh, They literally will ship a trailer anywhere. They shipped one to Russia not long ago. So wherever you are, they can find you and get you a trailer, I promise. Uh, And tell them the folks at Race Chaser Media sent you. Guys, uh... Well, um, Formula One has been just a relentless uh, bastion of big news this week. Uh, First of all, the bad news, Lewis Hamilton... um, being uh, uh, has COVID uh, tested, testing positive for COVID is what I was trying to say um, and is not going to uh, be able to be in competition this weekend in Bahrain. And so George Russell in his place, Peter Strada, how much pressure if you're George Russell, do you feel to walk into that position? I mean, is this not, Possibly the biggest opportunity in motorsports ever. ever? Given it's, <laughs> I mean, how many Unless times you has Hamilton's car in the exactly. middle of a run? Yeah. yeah, maybe Mike Dillon subbing for Dale years ago at Darlington. Yeah. But yeah, George Russell has all the pressure in the world on him, and hoping all the best for him. Hopefully, a top ten points finish for him this Sunday. Not only that, but it's also a beautiful opportunity for Mercedes because they weren't expecting to have a chance to bring. Russell up from yeah. their customer team. So this is a perfect way for them to evaluate how good Russell is. Well, and I'll tell you what, I don't know how he'll run. I mean, that's, we'll have to wait and see, but 
that, that young man has one of the most infectious personalities of anybody in that entire F1 group. So um, I love the idea that he's getting a shot to come up. A lot of energy. He's a great guy. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do in that car. And uh, I mean, that's just one of the things that uh, has come out for F1. We've got more to talk about. Of course, uh, we have a driver in for uh, Roman Grosjean this weekend. We're going to tell you about that and much more as we continue with Motorsports Madness right after these words. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. 
Welcome to Sports Madness Rolls On, presented by Race Chaser Radio and powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Tom Baker, Seth Eggert, and Peter Strada, along with James Mellick inside the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina, right on the tip of NASCAR country. But we're talking Formula One right now. And uh, all of you listening to this show, I would encourage you to take out your pad and pen uh, and be prepared to take some notes, okay? Because there'll be a quiz at the end of this show um, on all of the things going on for F1 this weekend and into next year. First of all, we mentioned before the uh, last break that uh, George Russell is going to replace Lewis Hamilton for this weekend's race at uh, Bahrain due to the fact that uh, Lewis has contracted covid and uh, had some mild symptoms, so we uh, obviously pray for Lewis and uh, wish George all of the best. That is uh, the biggest opportunity he'll ever have in his lifetime um, to come in and uh, and jump in a car that can go out and win. But we've got more. Um, of course, Roman Grosjean had an absolutely horrible uh, crash last week that, uh, guys, to be honest, I... I I'm still not believing that I saw him basically almost as if a phoenix rising from the ashes. You're watching the 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 the, the intense flames um and he just jumps out and steps over the I mean it was incredible he's already been discharged he's got some burns on his hands but he's back at the track and he's already mentoring his replacement for the weekend, who is someone that is really um, close to us here in uh, the North Carolina area of the United States. Pietro Fittipaldi is uh, filling in for him in the Haas F1 car. Pietro um, was a, is a former Hickory Motor Speedway late model stock car champion from a number of years ago, just to give you an idea of how, you know, the racing world works. He goes from late model stock cars. Now he's jumping into an F1 car, Seth, and that is about as uh, opposite extremes as you can possibly get. I believe he is the first ever Hickory Moore Speedway track champion to make an F1 start. (laughs) I think that's probably Um, safe. There you go. First (laughs) bell of the night goes to Seth for that. And not only that, but they also announced that, uh, Nikita Mazepan, I think I got his name correct, and Mick Schumacher. Mick Schumacher. Will yes. run for Haas F1 next year. And based on Roman Grosjean's tweets and Instagram posts, uh, uh, Mick will be taking over his car. So potentially we have a Fittipaldi handing a car over to, to a, a Schumacher. Schumacher. Second thing for Seth, um, you, you, you're behind, Peter. You got to you got to <laughs> get going here. Uh, it's two nothing, Seth, at this point. Yeah, that um, that that's a great stat. And honestly, uh, look, it, I'm I'm, you know, I'm happy for Mazepan, but um, I really would have liked to have seen a team of of uh, Schumacher and Fittipaldi. It makes me wonder if Pietro already knows where his eventual future lies. And, um, you know, because, again, if you're going to put him in the car and he's going to drive it, you know, this week and, and possibly um, next week, if, if race if needed, um, then you would wonder why that just wouldn't have carried on 
unless there's something else planned for Pietro, maybe even not next year, but eventually to where Pietro wouldn't, you know, wouldn't uh, take that opportunity were it even presented. So it'll be interesting, but at any rate, Pietro gets to, uh, to make his debut. Um, so let's, let's stop here for a moment. Um, what I'll go around the table here. What Seth do you look for from Pietro Fittipaldi um, in his first start for uh, the Haas F1 team? That's a tough question because Haas, as with all of the Ferraris, uh, Ferrari powered cars have been struggling this year. So I, I would have to say at least a clean race and maybe finishing whether it's at the tail end of the points or just shy of the points. Uh, that would be my best guess. And he's not the only one making a debut this week. And you also have a uh, Jack Aiken, I believe is the name of uh, filling in for Russell, who is filling in for yeah. Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Um, there again, make sure you're taking notes folks, because, uh, Peter, what, uh, what, what do you think are Fittipaldi's chances, uh, with Haas? What do we look for there? I just look for him to finish. I mean, Haas cars have had issues, whether it's with their power plants expiring or just with crashes like Roman Groschon had this past weekend of finishing races. So optimistically, I'd like to see Fittipaldi just run all the laps and finish the race, whether it's in points or not. That'll be a ton of good experience for him in his future. I'm going to go back um, to the George Russell story as well and, and, and ask the same question. What, what do we expect from George Russell, Peter Strada? Given the strength of the Mercedes car, I'd say a points finish. Anything less will be a disappointment. I would have to. I agree with Peter, but I would have to say a top five, maybe even a podium. And the main reason why is he is basically racing for his career because he has another year with Williams. However, he's the heir apparent to replacing possibly Botas in the future. So I would say maybe at least beating Botas on track i think george russell can win at bahrain i think the sky is the limit for him i think that much of his talent i think he's he's in a winning car i think george russell can go out and win his first time i mean what kind of a story would that be you know um and as far as pietro i think pietro is going to make a terrific um uh impression for himself uh, and I do see the potential of a points finisher better for for him. Um, you know, I I think the, some of these young drivers. I mean, you you know, we mentioned Mick Schumacher too. I mean, Schumacher comes in that that blew my mind when they announced that he was going to run for Haas because I was not expect. I I figured sure that th- th- there would be some other thing in place for Mick Schumacher. I would never would have thought um, he would end up with Haas. Um, does the lineup of Mazepin and Schumacher for 2021 elevate Haas Racing's performance? Yes or no, Seth? I'm gonna, I'm going to say no, and the main reason why is there's not going to be a uh, techno a performance increase for Haas just because uh, there's a freeze on it for 2021 in F1. So therefore, they're stuck with the Ferrari engine that's struggling. So unless they're able to at least fix their brake issues and their reliability issues, there's not going to be any improvement. Okay. Peter? Just to disagree with Seth, I'll say yes, that Schumacher will outperform what Haas has done this year, and I think he'll 
surprise a lot of people next year and get a I couple points results. Wholeheartedly agree. I, I look. I, I don't want to be that guy. I mean, you know, Roman's obviously recovering, and and prayers for him for a speedy recovery and, and to get him back on the track. I I think those two young drivers, just with the energy and the aggression they're going to bring. I think those two young drivers will elevate that program. I'm not saying they're going to suddenly contend for wins because you are exactly yeah. right. The motor's still the motor. Um, you know, I, but I think just in terms of the energy, uh, I think they're going to bring a, a sense of real hope for a bright future for Haas. I mean, I was saying not long ago to somebody that I thought maybe it was time for Gene to just get out. And, and, you know, I mean, you're just not up to snuff. You're not performing well. Why are you, you know, go IndyCar and be a big fish. Well, <laughs> well shut up, Tom, because um, all of a sudden you got a Schumacher in your, and, you know, and look, I don't know. I, I know a little bit about Mazapan enough to know that he's extremely aggressive. <laughs> That's all and, I'll say about that. And, and one more thing about Schumacher. He's running to 47, which uh Add up all of his family's birthdays, it adds up to 47. <laughs> he, he actually said that. And all, not only that, the four is Sebastian Vettel's number. Seven, that's how many titles that his father won. Okay. So we're, what's in the numbers? I guess uh, Mick Schumacher feels pretty good about 2021. Um, and like I said, I think that that completely rejuvenates that lineup. Uh, and I hope that Pietro Fittipaldi has a great run this weekend and gets an opportunity for next year. Somewhere back with more after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance and a whole lot left, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. 
You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Spencer Boyd uh, bringing us back from break, and uh, Spencer also announcing that uh, he will be back with Young's Motorsports in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series uh, for 2021. So uh, that's really good. We're talking F1, and... Um, I'll go to F2 just for a moment because we're, we talked about Mick Schumacher in the last segment. He and Callum Lott uh, fighting for the F2 championship again. Callum, another one of those. There's a number of the younger drivers. Marcus uh, Armstrong, there's, there's uh, gosh, there's four or five of them over there that are in F1, F2, F3 um, that are just really, really uh, good personalities and hard-working young racers and so uh Callum's another one I think that's going to get a shot sooner rather than later but uh, that's going to be a very very tough uh final race title fight um between those two in the F2 showdown also just seeing that uh the race director for F1 has announced that um the barrier that uh Roman Grosjean hit last week We'll have tires in front of it. Um, two tire packs. Yes, two tire packs in front of it. And I'm going to give a bell there for better late than never, guys. Um, sorry, but I, I'm going to be that bad guy here and say that no course anywhere in the world should be running Armco Barriers in 2020. Sorry. I agree with you there, or at least if they run Armco barriers, they should not be uh, unprotected without a tire pack well, in that's front. What I'm, I, yeah. right? The, 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 we look at the NASCAR has proven that the safer barrier system is almost flawless. Okay, and we've got we've got dozens of alternatives. Um, there are numerous barrier systems. I've done some research into this. There, there, are, there are many opportunities, many different varieties of barriers. I love the NASCAR-style safer barrier for the high-speed stuff, um, but uh, th- that should just should not have happened. I'm sorry. I, I Look, I, I understand. I know it's expensive to replace barriers or do whatever in all these courses, but you know what? NASCAR did it. And anytime NASCAR finds a small area where they forgot somewhere, it gets fixed right quick. Um you know, I I think these open wheel cars. I mean, if it were not for the hoop, I wouldn't have wanted to have seen what might have happened. The halo, the yeah. halo. Sorry, the hoop, the the flip flop, um, as I like to call it, because that's what but, it looks like. It looks like a backwards flip flop. Um, but uh, if, if not for that, that could have been a 
a horrible tragedy. No. Um, and I don't think it should have come to that. Now, honestly. a little bit of uh, what's what happened with Grosjean's crash. Uh, uh, the Race, which is a news outlet out in uh, Europe, uh, they went and actually analyzed the replays and some photos. And what they've been able to determine so far, granted, the FIA is going to do a in-detail uh, investigation that will take about two months. When Grochen's car penetrated the Armco, it penetrated right next to a post. So when it went to hook, the back of the car hooked, the front of the car got stuck on the post. Right. And that's what split the car and ruptured the fuel tank. Right. But, yeah, I, I'm just saying that it should have never. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, again, I, you know, and I don't know if tires are the, the, the answer, but they're certainly better than the Armco. You need something, especially with the open-wheel cars, but really with any any race car. The idea should be to deflect the car and to absorb the energy without sucking the car in. The problem with the Armco barriers is that the Armco barriers have a tendency to to crack and split. And so whether, no matter what the exact circumstances are, if you have something in front of those barriers that allows the car to deflect off of them, that, that doesn't, you know, pull, then you, you're not going to have what happened. That crash, the way that it happened, only happened that way because of the exposed Armco barrier. Yeah, and... It was a relatively slow speed crash, at least in NASCAR terms. Well, and, and there, not in F one terms. Though. Well, here's the thing: it was only 137.5 miles per hour, which even in F one, that's somewhat slower well, than but, some crashes. Okay, but but that's fast enough to yeah. You know. But uh, exactly what happened that led to the chain of events uh, coming off of turn two, going into turn three, and coming off of turn three, uh, there was debris on the track that most of the drivers had avoided. Well, Grosjean didn't see until the last second, so when he swerved to avoid it, right. went all the way across the track and uh, almost took Kivat with him, uh, which that's what sent him into the arm Yeah, Kivat, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then Kivat uh, went and uh, with the same left front tire also flipped Stroll uh, on the restart. So, yeah. Uh, Phew. Yeah. It was bad. It was a bad day. But, I mean, again, I, I don't. You know, I don't want to get into, uh, you know, a big thing. I, I just I think that in this day and age, you know, if you're going to have big time racing, you know, F1, whatever, the FIA gets all bent out of shape whenever two cars touch on the racetrack. You know, contact is is forbidden. OK, but yet here we have this, you know, Armco barrier that, you know, and and I th I really believe that especially in in series like that in an IndyCar where you know it's open wheel and 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 all that, I th I think you've got to be conscious of your track safety and you know I, that that to me was just one of those situations. The crash was going to happen obviously, but the 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 result of the crash, Peter, is what I'm saying should never have been what it was except for that barrier. Absolutely. That barrier should have had, whether it was tires right. or styrofoam blocks or something in front of it to push that car right. away from the wall once it made initial contact. I mean, we saw this back with the Ryan Newman incident in the Daytona 500 that these incidents trigger so many different safety evolutions that safety yeah. is such a revolving target in this sport. And hopefully the FIA takes 
a good hard look at this and fixes all these barriers across all their circuits. Yeah. And somebody pointed out to me that, well, NASCAR runs, you know, Watkins Glen and Malcota, which run Armco. And it's like, well, okay. And my, 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 it's like, listen to me carefully. I'm not saying all tracks in F1. I'm saying all tracks in series, no track or series of any kind in 2020 should be running anywhere where there's exposed Armco barriers. Now, yeah, I mean, you saw the experience that happened with Armco barriers in stock cars. If they wanted to go that route, was with McDowell when he right. got into it. I mean, it yeah. ripped the whole co- it ripped the whole car apart. Well, and Newman so, had a bad one at uh, Watkins Glen one and year. And Dave Reagan, yeah, well. and Reagan, yeah. Yep. Now, yeah. granted, Watkins Glen, yes, they still have Armco, but they've also replaced some of the Armco with safer barrier. Right. And in other areas, they've put tire packs in front right. of the Armco. There's I think it's just the S's now that it's unprotected Armco, and that's mainly because of the layout of the track. Now, outside of the U.S. and I'm pretty sure North America, the one of the only tracks that has safer barrier is Circuit de la Sarthe, yep. and I think a section of Mount Panorama, if I remember correctly. Outside of that, it's all either Armco, concrete, or... Uh, the plastic water filled or concrete filled yeah. uh that uh like in uh Russia's in Sochi. Yeah. I mean I, I you know again I, I just think it's time. You know, we got to we 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 need to we had, you know we had the whole Jules Bianchi deal uh, a few years ago um and then you had this which you know I I mean thank God above um you know that that uh Roman got out of that car and is at the track you know working with uh his his um, protege for the weekend, um, you know, just gotta gotta get uh, gotta get going and, and get that fixed as far as I'm concerned. But now, um, so let's let's sort of zoom out. Um, Fifty thousand foot overview here. The young talent coming into F1. I mean, we we've talked about the ones driving this weekend. We talked about you know some of the guys coming in next year. Um, I'll, I'll again round the table. I'll start with Seth. Uh, what effect on the quality, the entertainment, and the racing itself in F1 do these young guys have coming in? Well, they're definitely bringing the energy in, especially for the younger generation, because you're going to have people, uh, I would say Peter's age, younger than Peter, maybe my age, that there aren't drivers that they can relate to as easily other than maybe these younger drivers. Wait, hang, it... on, hang on a second here because we got an audience. So uh, how old are you? I'm 29. Peter? 22. Okay, seven years age difference between the two. I'm just clarifying. Yeah. Okay, so why you mentioned that. Yeah. I'm 53, so you're both kids to me. But that's a whole other story. And now you have Red laughing. Red is in the middle of, of all of us. But, yeah, I'm in the middle. He's in but, the middle. But my point is, uh, <laughs> Peter and my generation, a lot of, uh, of our generation might be able to relate to some people who maybe they uh, stream on Twitch. Maybe they... Uh, are more into social media. Maybe yeah. they're more active in other areas of life other than just racing right. that we can relate to better than, no offense, Tom, <laughs> but the <laughs> older taken. generation. Yeah. So it's something to look for. It's something to watch. And not only that, but this is the first time they're running the outer circuit at Bahrain. Well, that's true, too. The yeah. Or as uh, I believe Total Wolf called the almost oval. Almost oval, yeah. <laughs> Just kind of like a roval in American terms, but uh, we, he probably didn't want to use that uh, DW original. 
Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it is interesting, and you know what? Even even I am excited about the young talent because honestly, I think a lot of the veterans in this series have become virtual stuffed shirts. There's no there's no personality, there's no passion, there's no entertainment. It's very stuffy and very um, you know rather boring, honestly, to to listen to them. These younger uh, guys coming in have a lot of energy. They're they're it's funny to watch them even on social media kind of pick on each other and have that, you know, that back and forth. Um, and so I think this puts an energy into F1 that it has not had maybe in decades uh, as we go in. So the, it should be a lot of fun. We're going to uh, come back. We've got more of uh, Motorsports Badness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu right around the corner. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
welcome back as uh, we continue with Motorsports Madness here, our last uh, long segment for the evening, a shorter one to finish it off coming up. But uh, we have been talking F1 and, you know, really most of the, 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 the bigger news of the week has been from F1. However, IMSA's tried real hard to keep up. Um, more driver announcements from the IMSA sports car series, um, Dane Cameron and Juan Pablo Montoya are teaming back up once again over at Michael Shank racing for a 2021 effort. Um, of course, keeping in mind that Penske racing out after this season. So, uh, you know, they all need employment. So uh, those two got back together uh, with Michael Shank. And I'll tell you what, you don't ever want to fall asleep on any uh, race car that Juan Pablo Pablo Montoya or John Paul Montana, if you prefer the American (laughs) version of it, um, it, whose uh, uh, second cousin Joe was a pretty good Super Bowl quarterback, I might add. Um, but uh, Juan Pablo, you, you you never fall asleep on any car he's in. I my, this effort for Michael Shank is very intriguing to me, and and I think could be a big time winner in twenty one. I agree, and if I remember correctly, they're taking over one of the two accurate spots, correct? Yes. Uh, and knowing that, but. You're also going to have a good battle between them and the Chip Ganassi squad in the Ooh, Cadillac. that was the other. I was, yeah, you're beating uh, me to my segues tonight, but that's <laughs> fine. Have at it. Uh, which will have uh, Kevin Magnuson coming yeah. over from Haas F1 and Ranger Van de Zan. So, yes. I think that will be a good battle next year uh, in prototype uh, between them, uh, Wayne Taylor Racing going to Acura. I mean, yep. it's almost a... What can you not talk about? (laughs) (laughs) No, really. It's, you know, uh, the thing I love about what's going on with IMSA right now, Peter, is that, again, you're kind of seeing a revitalization uh, of of that series. Um, But what, what what I feel like you're also seeing is you're seeing some drivers that, like Kevin Magnuson, that... Okay, they're displaced over here. Well, let's just go over there and race. Um, and and they're really excited to get into sports cars. And again, I think this is going to be a very exciting series to watch next year. It'll be very exciting to watch next year. I mean, the grid coming up for the Rolex Twenty Four Daytona will be arguably the strongest grid they've had in years. I yeah. mean, Dane Cameron and Montoya, I have to think, are pre-race favorites already to take I the, would take that win yeah. and take their class's championship at the end of the year. They'll be fun to watch all season long. But you're, you know, you're talking about. Uh, I mean, at least if you believe Rick Hendrick, and he kind of knows the guys, so I, I think he, I think he let one slip. He wasn't supposed to, but uh, supposedly Chase Elliott. And Jimmy Johnson going to run in the Rolex 24. In um, one of the Action Express cars. Yes. Um, and I believe you're going to see Kyle Busch back again. I, it would not surprise me. And he'll probably be in one of Lexus's, uh, which I guess would be the GT Daytona again. Probably, I would think. Yeah. Um, you know, you've you've got some drivers again that, that like that, that are really they help make the 24 a spicy race for, for those of us who are kind of oval trackers that, that appreciate that race, but don't really, you know, necessarily know all of the drivers who normally run it. Right. That adds some sort of spice to it. But I, I think overall, I mean, I feel like road racing in general 
you look even down at um, the endurance style series. Um, Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, and Kaz Grala are going to run this weekend in the World Racing League, which is a, a kind of what I guess you would, I want to call it sort of a mid-level endurance series. Um, they're going to run in that league this weekend at Coda, which is interesting because they get to go have fun. Um, but also it's a sneaky way of getting some experience for the NASCAR race coming up there in 21. Although I don't know if they're running the same layout NASCAR is running. I think it's, but it's, if it's not the same one, it's close enough. Uh, it, it is a sneaky way of getting around it, but then again, I think Hendrick has a sneaky way of getting around it with their track attack program. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. uh, uh, if you can r- read between the lines and uh, a- avoid getting yourself in trouble, I, I yeah. guess it's fair game. Yeah. It's uh, no. I, again, I love seeing that. You know, again, there's a number of these leagues. The World Race World Racing League is one of them. The Champ Car Endurance Series is another. Um, you've got about five of these leagues that are all sort of the same idea. They're either BMWs or some other type of car like that. Um, and in some of these leagues, you get a good mixture of what you would call professionals, not obviously top pros, but professional guys that, that mix with, um, Guys like us who may want to just go racing at Daytona or Coda or, you know, wherever, Indy. Um, and, and some of these these leagues, you can go racing for about 3000 bucks a race. You can get in a seat. Um, and, uh, you know, so you have a lot of um, amateur drivers that will sort of mix um, with the the more seasoned drivers um, like we've had Jason Reichert on this show a couple of times. Jason is a former SCCA um, uh, F-1600 runoffs champion, and he's he's been phenomenal. He has really built his brand in these types of series, the World Racing League, the Champ Car Endurance, um, to the point where now he's he's getting offers and sort of is 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 getting. Like teams want him in their car, um, but you've got some guys um, that will literally get in more than one car in the same race in these leagues. So you'll have a guy. Um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. It's uh, I think it's Randy Pobst, who who writes part time for SCCA and also I think it's for Racer. Um, and that's literally what he'll do. He'll get in one one team car for the first two hours of the race, and then four hours later or three hours later, he gets runs the last hour for somebody else. Yeah. You know, if I remember correctly, uh, in uh, the WeatherTech uh, Championship uh, this year, I want to say it was at Mid Ohio, and also in the Rolex, there was somebody running uh, for two different teams in two different classes. Yeah, and he had worked out the drive time. That's per- what I mean. Just yeah. perfectly to. Uh, I think he raced a total at the 24 hours. I think he raced a total of 16 hours between the two cars. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 so it's, it's a, it's a very different, it's kind of a lower level, but it's just as exciting. The racing can be just as much fun to watch because some of these guys that do this mid-level style racing 
are really good enough to be, you know, running with the big boys. They just don't have the resources. So it's sort of like watching, you know, a short track race or an ARCA race in the circle track world. You're, you're, you can have drivers that certainly belong in the, in the NASCAR's big three or whatever, but they just don't have the resources to get there. So they're, they're sort of, you know, if you're a short track fan in, 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 in this area, it's, they're sort of bubble pollards, you know, they should be upstairs, but they've never had the money. So, um, it's, it's, it's amazing. The, the turnout, they'll have five, 600 drivers at some of these, like the world racing league events. They'll have, um, you know, they'll have five, 600 drivers, uh, at, at some of these, these events. So, um, Road racing in general is making a pretty strong um, bid to um, close the gap on circle track racing as sort of the, the the chosen type of discipline in the U.S., I think. Well, a part of it, and Peter, I think you'll agree, is also NASCAR's and the NASCAR fan base embracing a little bit more yep. of the road course yep. racing and roval racing, uh, which... Not only are uh, Dylan, Gralla, and Reddick getting experience in the World Racing League. Peter, you and I were talking about this in a different chat. Uh, a few weeks ago, uh, I believe Nally Decker won her class she did, at yes. uh, CODA. And I believe she's looking at either more truck racing or Xfinity, Xfinity. racing next year. So Xfinity. 55 so, car. Uh, I don't know who... Um, I don't think there is a 55 yeah, car right yeah, now. Uh, I'll find uh, it. I think it would be next-gen motorsports or something like that. But there are a number of drivers who run more series, like Decker, and she won her class. Granted, I think technically she was the only car in the West class, but she was also in a multi-class. It, it, it was a weird way Trans Am scored them, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, the rise of road course racing certainly has correlated with the NASCAR fans in general embracing more road course racing. I mean, just think a couple of years ago, we added the Roval here at Charlotte, and now next year we're going to have six races in the Cup Series that are on road courses with Road America, Circuit of the Americas, and then the Indianapolis road course. So road course racing is certainly being embraced more by fans all across America. Yeah, I agree. And uh, and, and I think it's it's... I think it's going to be really interesting to see where this goes in the future with a new Cup Series car coming in in 22 being so much more sports car like, you know. Um, but there, there are definitely some. Um, th- there's some room. If I mean, there's there are people out there that that want to go racing, and they want to run, you know, the bigger road courses like Daytona and Coda and you know Sebring and, and Charlotte and all those tracks. Um, these some of these mid-level series are a fantastic way to get into it. And like I said, you can go racing for you know three grand a race or so in, in some of them, um, depending on the the exact series. Um, you know, which is again, it's not cheap, but it's certainly a whole lot cheaper than going ARCA racing. You know, that kind of thing. So it's an opportunity to do some uh, some racing on some of the bigger tracks uh, without um, w- without having to spend a whole bunch of money. So it uh, should be fun. Also, another news item that uh, came out this this week that I find really interesting um, actually came out a couple days ago. Bill McAnally Racing, known for their ARCA West prowess uh, and fielding the truck that uh, Derek Krause currently drives in the truck series, has launched a new program called the BMR Racers Acad- BMR Drivers Academy 
for the 21 season, 14 drivers will be selected to take part in a series of 40, 4-0 races across two-day sessions at All-American Speedway, Irwindale Speedway, Kern County Raceway Park, Sonoma Raceway, and Thunder Hill Raceway Park, all in California. Um, and the, it's it's kind of a, uh, the, 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 the winner of this um, gets an opportunity to uh, race in the truck series and also, I guess, the ARCA series. Um, and so if you have the paltry sum of $268,500, you could be eligible to race in this series. That's what it costs. 268500 bucks for this 40-race series. Uh, after eight races, you get a new crew chief and spotter, and you can get a brand-new car, but only if you win six races. Um, drivers also get training in driver behavior and public relations. Uh I, I'm not sure, guys. I just uh, uh, th- th- this one I think needs a little more salt. Uh, <laughs> I don't uh, discount Rouch Gong Show anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's just, uh, I, I think Bill uh, B- Bill Bill needs more sleep. I think uh, this is going to be really really interesting to see how this goes. Okay, so uh, we're going to step aside, um, and when we come back, we will of course wrap up. Motorsports Madness for tonight. Next week, don't forget, um, Big Bill and Kathy Venturini will be guests on this program. And uh, you don't want to miss that one because that's going to be uh, a fun time to uh, to talk with those two. And lots of ARCA history there. Should be great. We'll be back right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. 
because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. The Flying Tiger. Cody Connor bringing us back uh, for our final break. Cody among the, the, the drivers of the field for the 300-lap uh, snowball derby race that uh, Jacob Seelman was talking to us about earlier. He is there covering it live for Speed Sport. Um, and so uh, hopefully uh, he'll have some good stuff to talk uh, to us about from that race for next week. And, of course, we've got, we mentioned it a couple times already, um, Bill, not Billy Jr. We've had Billy on earlier in the year, but Big Bill Venturini. Um, and uh, his wife, Kathy, coming in. So uh, a really fun discussion about the history of Venturini Motorsports uh, in the ARCA series, which has included a number of big-time race car drivers uh, that are now have or are now moving on to other things. Um, I think Nick Montra will be in as well, hopefully, uh, with them. So that should be a lot of fun. I want to thank uh, Peter Strada and Seth Eggert for uh, coming in and joining me tonight while Jacob was um, down in Florida. And also, of course, our producer, James Mellick. Thank all the folks at WSIC News uh, Studios here. Um, really enjoy the relationship with them. And I want to say thank you, especially to mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life, and um, also to victorycustomtrailers.com. Um, again, go to their website, check out their s- selection of trailers for multiple uses. Uh, and again, if you want to design a custom trailer, you can do it right from a button on the website. It doesn't get any easier than that. And with that, uh, we send, uh, send ourselves off, uh, to, well, parts unknown until next week, uh, for everybody here. I'm Tom Baker. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.